in such a competitive market and war for top talent, if you're not really prioritizing those very people, why would they work for you? And then next, how can they perform for you? Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About EX, the podcast that discusses the challenges and ideas around workplace culture, employee experience, well-being and more. I'm your host, Ryan McGrory, founder of Exona, and in this episode, I'm joined by Hannah Blaine, who's the Vibe Manager at Immutable. She talks us through life at a successful tech startup that's experiencing great growth, and she tells us how her epic role supports the larger team's passion and purpose as she supports people to do great work. We also talked about her inspiration, her take on employee experience, and she is very generous with advice for ways to improve vibe at your organization. We hope you enjoy. Hannah, how are you? I'm good, Ryan. How are you? I am terrific. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm curious and I'm excited to be speaking with you today because I'm interested to understand what it's like to be responsible for Vibe. Can you tell us? You know, I kind of, I get these messages every day from people kind of on on LinkedIn and mm. on socials just being like, that's an amazing title. What does Vibe do? Are the Vibe's high? Like all these kind of really funny <laughs> questions. So I'll preface this by saying I do love my job. Vibe is just an epic job. Um, and this is largely due to the fact that it's really people-based. So yeah. um, I've got an amazing group of leaders and colleagues uh, that kind of surround me and support me. And also um, being in Vibe, you get a lot of exposure to a wide range of people and projects mm. um so it's to give context another term for employee experience so i'm kind of responsible for introducing all of our strategies around events and benefits and programs and then kind of all of those uh meaningful moments in between as well that mm. need to be acknowledged and celebrated so i mean what's not epic about that um it's also no. different every day um but I do think the word responsibility is kind of an interesting one, particularly in the vibe mm. space. Um, I think the challenge lies in how people are extremely diverse and unique. And so there's kind of no rule book or like code to build. Mm. Um, and so kind of ensuring that the opportunities and accessibility and equity for people um, is there. That's kind of where a lot of my responsibility built ability lives a lot but like the vibe itself is really what like a company's dna is uh, everyone kind of needs to contribute and they need to be passionate and ready to learn and grow um, and kind of believe in the work they do and then this kind of comes in cohesion with the support supportive progressive um, company mm. that you create that dna so um, to sum up it's epic <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it as well, a lot of moving parts, and it's really about being very agile. It's a lot like riding an electric scooter, the vibe, managing the vibe. I don't know if it is, I just wanted to throw that analogy in there. Um, it yeah, looks we, like, can, we can link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like you know being responsible for that collective vibe, but then also through the, through the employee experience is, is trying, to, trying to make sure that you're having a positive impact on everybody's own kind of uh, personal vibe gauge. Um, uh, you've been focused on creating great experiences for, for your people. Um, what sort of benefits 
can this lead to for your people, but also the organization? Yeah, this is a really interesting question. Um, and kind of when I came into the vibe space, uh, there was this pyramid that I saw really early on. So if anyone listening goes and has a look at um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's really interesting. It's this pyramid that kind of sees employment fall really low on the pyramid, just like things like air, water, sleep, reproduction. Um, and, and instead we see kind of self-actualization. So like the desire to be your best self and then um, like esteem and belonging, which includes things like respect, recognition, autonomy, um, connection at the top. And so employee experience, while it is relatively new as a field to work in, you kind of only have to go and look at um, the studies and statistics that have been done thus far to see like the positive impact in prioritizing things like well-being, diversity, inclusion, community recognition, and what this does for um, how your team and your employees feel. And so to kind of pull back to that, if we look at those things as needs rather than nice to haves, um, you can really ignite a person's purpose. And this is important because purpose drives engagement and engagement drives performance. So we kind of need to remember that companies need people, not the other way around or very rarely at least. Um, so yeah, back to the pyramid. If you prioritize human needs, you're really helping your employees to feel fulfilled and balanced inside and outside the workspace. And for a company, this benefits them in so many ways. Mm. Um, you in turn attain, retain, you see really high performing cohorts of people. And this is because they're balanced, healthy, they're kicking goals. They have like a real sense of fulfillment and belonging. So they tie in really nicely to each other. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting you say that. I'm, I'm, um, I'm sure a few people will be, be, be familiar with the uh, with Maslow's um, uh, hierarchy of needs. I know I only read this week though, he, he was uh, intended to turn that into um, a, a business context as well. I think he didn't get to do that before before he passed sadly, but he, he was he was in the midst of, or it was one of his ambitions to turn that into, into a business hierarchy too. But it's, but, but it's no wonder that we're beginning to use, use models like this to understand what what experience means and how people are are experiencing life, seeing as work is a huge a huge part of it. Um, that was a great a great answer there, and it's great to hear to, um, um, how how you think around around these problems and what 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 inspires you to to keep doing doing great work where you are right now. So, yeah, okay. So um, from an organizational level, I I work at a company called Immutable. Mm. Um, and Immutable has really, we're quite new, we're, we're scaling up really quickly. Um, and I think you find in scale-ups quite often just this sense of incredible passion and purpose. Um, and so kind of understanding why my job is important in our vision and mission. Um, well, it's important to anyone that wants to do great work. But on a personal level, I think it comes down to my like deep, care for people um, yeah. and now particularly the people that I work with and their worlds I'm invested in them which makes it easy for me to do things and look for ways to make a difference so kind of like moments like seeing your co-workers have fun mm. and relax in an event or hearing um, that a new parent has 
now has a benefit that gives them more time to spend with their children. Um, Those things, like, because I care about those people and making a difference really empower me to kind of keep looking for new ways and new things that are really important to people. Sounds like a cycle that's only going to keep getting bigger and bigger. This is good. You feel each other. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, same as anything, it's just constantly kind of reading the room and, maybe one thing that wasn't right two years ago mm. is right now or vice versa. And so um, no one ever wants to see like their team or like people in their lives that they care about kind of um, mm. not have the essentials to like thrive and be their best. So um, luckily both of us kind of get to work in a space where uh, we get to make change and we get to see like the really positive impacts of, of mm you know kind of assessing that same space i agree agree totally um uh, one thing that you mentioned there was just just the kind of uh, the startup mentality um uh, uh, what i've noticed recently is that employee engagement and experience and culture roles were typically only in organizations that had reached a particular point in their maturity you know it'd be it'd be an extension of of hr for a really mature organization but what we're seeing now is that the new fresh thinking organizations who are starting are are hiring people in roles that look after experience that look after engagement because they see it as as a priority from the start not a nice to have down the line once they reach that point of maturity why why do you think organizations particularly startups are thinking more and more about their people experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've seen an influx of kind of employee experience roles now um, coming into companies, but I think it's listening to your people and using kind of reference points from the world around us are important now more than ever. Uh, kind of as we shift to this more flexible, autonomous work style that's never really been seen on this scale before. And it's here to stay, like we, we know that. So we're seeing kind of this real shift in people's priorities and what's important to them. For example, like we see younger generations coming in um, and entering the workforce and they don't really care that much, as much, they do, do care, but definitely not as much about kind of salary when they get hired, but rather kind of development opportunities and social connections that they get to make. And then as mentioned before, parents kind of care more about flexibility and the benefits and equality and return to work plans. And so I guess to answer the question, it really boils down to that companies are nothing without their people. And so in such a competitive market and war for top talent, if you're not really prioritizing those very people, why would they work for you? And then next, how can they perform for you? So organizations really need to realize that now it is the people that choose the company and not the other way around. Um, You know, once upon a time, there was a shortage shortage of jobs and now there's a shortage of people. So yeah, they really need to be prioritized and come first. It's a great answer. And again, I find myself agreeing with you. Um, I wonder um, where you see the experience, the culture, the, the, the vibe profession, uh, profession uh, progressing in the future. How do you see it changing? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you touched on it a little bit in saying that, you know, scale ups and 
like all levels of company now are bringing vibe into their to their cohorts. Um, I think you'll see vibe take a seat at the executive table firstly like the rise of the cxo is is here which is our yeah. chief experience officer um which is amazing and yeah. like it gives um great like development opportunities for people that do come into the vibe space i think you'll also see um diversity and inclusion really kind of take shape and be a priority for vibe as well i don't know about you but I can kind of feel this energy and like since I've been in this space now for about mm. two and a half years but there's been those people that have been historically underrepresented are no longer like standing for it and so um it's certainly they certainly won't work for companies that are kind of not mm. being aggressive and vocal about their DEI so yeah it's really critical that vibe starts empowering and enabling voices that have previously been overlooked um and you'll kind of see like all these like female and minority development programs you'll see listening programs you'll see bias being called out mm. like really um well thought out kind of benefits and um like all these programs coming through which yeah. i think is definitely like you can see it rising now and then i think an interesting one now is also this collision with technology. So particularly in the space that we work, you know, we work in kind of on blockchain and with NFT. So we're, we're well aware of the metaverse. Um, and so I think that that's exciting. Like that's an exciting thing for Vibe to look into. And that's like pivot quickly and jump into this tech and kind of stay relevant and also global, like as we move to this, like, everyone can work from home or like mm. this really flexible work style. Um, companies can kind of use their specific missions to pull in and like work harmoniously with these like virtual realities. Um, and then I guess not to mumble on, but I also think um, that we help the world, you know, like that vibe really prioritizes kind of giving back um, and helping their companies to give back. I don't, I'm a believer in like profit is nothing if we're kind of aren't making the world a better place um, and kind of catalyzing these really important give back moments and ensuring that our impact and all companies' impact is really great and has kind of life and utility beyond what we do now. Because otherwise, what's the point, you know? Mm. Um, but I think those three things are definitely on, like are going to be really expanded in the vibe space. Hmm. That's an awesome answer. Again, I can I can see multiple different directions, uh, uh, all of them big and exciting for for Vibe. Um, uh, I think there's one thing you said there is just just about the D E and I or or, or the, uh, on the inclusion um, uh, piece. I think whether you think of collective or individual um, experience and how people are experiencing their organisation or their role or the workplace, if belonging isn't there. Then, then you can't have a great experience if you don't feel part of something, if you don't feel that you belong. I think that is really at the at the center of, of vibe and experience. You don't feel part of it. And, and uh, it's very hard to make a great experience for someone. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, I was wondering if you can help us out. Like obviously you, you do you do a lot of things. Um, uh, you get a finger in the pulse and you, and you do kind of new and exciting things as well. 
what are some what are some easy wins for organizations you know things that they could do right now to improve their vibe mm, good question i know the answer to this because i've done it um I've, I've that's good you've got, you yeah. got lived experience lived vibe i've got li- <laughs> correct i've got lived experience i've i've been at immutable now for i started maybe nine months ago and so um we're moving really quickly but a few things that i can recommend and we've spoken about these things ryan are like a creating really consistent feedback loops um there's kind of no growth without it you know focus groups listening programs check the engagement um, and then if you don't know how to do this, like there's so many resources and tools that can help you um, because it's if we're not putting in place kind of those foundations for diversity of opinion, yeah. like you, you can't grow. Um, I guess a warning on this is like, don't do this if you're not willing to make change um, because that's yeah. going to have the opposite effect. So yeah, definitely asking for feedback. Um, and then this is one we're working through right now, but I've already seen like huge impact on it, but just kind of evaluating your onboarding experience. I think like, you know, getting rid of, it can be a sim- really simple, get rid of the outdated pages, automate where you can. Um, because if someone comes into a company and they're set up from day one and they know who to go to, when to go there, where to go, it really kind of creates this, um, positive discourse and breeds mm. confidence and breeds passion. And then the last one, so easy, easiest for them all, recognition, such a powerful motivator, mm. really yeah. easy to give, really easy to start. So definitely start recognizing um, your, your peers and coworkers. And then from a company level, like review your recognition um, and reward schemes, I think. Brilliant. Excellent. You've given us some, some real gold there hannah thank you very much and it's been an absolute pleasure again talking to you thanks each for being on this podcast thanks so much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure and that's the end of the episode thanks for listening if you want to hear more from hannah you can find her on linkedin and connect with her there if you want to learn more about Immutable and what it's like to work there, then head to LinkedIn and follow them. They've grown at some pace and they're a very interesting company who clearly invest in their people. And on that subject, if you'd like support with your people strategies or you're looking for ways to improve your employee culture, experience or well-being, then head to exona.com and get in touch. And until then, see you next time.